us in involvement. We are here with a purpose in mind, and that purpose is to live out the life of Christ, and the life of Jesus Christ is a life of warm-hearted, intimate, personal involvement in the lives of people who are hurting and who desperately need to know through you, to hear it through you, to feel it through you, to see it in your life that Jesus Christ really does care for them. Now, I want you to jot these three things down. Where does my involvement begin once I'm saved? Number one, loving others. Loving others, the great commandment. Write that down. Loving others, the great commandment. He says, this commandment I give to you that you love one another. And the greatest of commandments, that we love the Lord our God with all of our heart and loving others as ourselves. Loving others, that's where involvement begins. Loving someone else. Who is it that you love besides your family? Who do you really love? besides your family. Loving others, the great commandment. Number two, witnessing to others, the great commission. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You may do that with a cup of cold water, Jesus said. Or visit in the jail, or visit in the hospital, or a fresh loaf of baked bread, or a cake, or kneeling in prayer with someone who's hurting. First of all, loving others. We can all begin there. The great commandment. Witnessing to others, sharing our faith, telling them what Jesus Christ has done for us. The great commission. And thirdly, serving others. The great commitment. Jesus said he came, suffered himself to become a servant, even unto death. He humbled himself to become a servant. The great commitment. Loving others witnessing to others, serving others. Listen, if you and I are not going to do those three things, I want to ask you, listen to me carefully, can you justify being a tremendous recipient of the, of the magnitude of the blessings of Almighty God 24 hours a day? If you're not loving others, witnessing to others, and serving others, that is becoming involved in someone else's life, not simply getting more and more and more instruction when Jesus Christ wants to live through you his life of love and witness and service. Let me ask you a question. Are you involved in anybody else's life in those three ways? Loving them, witnessing the truth of the gospel to them, serving them, are you involved in anybody's life in that fashion? If you are not, you may be able to quote this Bible from cover to cover, but I'm going to tell you, you've missed the point. The point is not how much knowledge you can gain. The point is how much can God, how much can he exercise through this life of mine, in this short span, love, witness, and service to other people. Now listen to what he says in this passage. He says there are two kinds. He says there are those who prove themselves doers of the word. There are those who are simply forgetters of what they hear. But verse 25, but the one who listens carefully, intently, and applies it to his or her heart, and is not a forgetful hearer, but an effective, effective doer of the word, that person is going to be blessed. They're going to grow. Now let me show you how the growing works. Here's what happens. You receive instruction from the Word of God. You apply it to your life, and you discover it works. Then you share that with someone else who's hurting, and you discover it works for them. 
Well, if that principle in God's Word works, what about this one? You learn to trust Him. You go back and you share it again. And God gives you a great success. And what happens? You go back to the Word. You see, those people who are the hungriest, those who are genuinely hungry for truth, those who are genuinely desirous to know who this God is, they're the people who are growing because, you see, not only do they want to know, they want to know so they can apply it and share it with someone else. It's in the sharing it becomes real. It's in the sharing my faith grows. It's in the sharing I become a discerner. It's in the sharing I become, I become deepened in my spiritual life. It isn't just in instruction. It is instruction plus involvement in somebody's life that provides spiritual growth. My friend, whether you are 16 or 66, grandmother, grandfather, or single, or student, it doesn't make any difference. That word applies. There are two kinds of hearers, very careless, deceived, distracted, do nothing. Then there's the careful, intently listening, applying it to their own heart and taking the next step, which is so very important, and that is becoming involved in somebody's life. Somebody's life, listen, somebody's life is going to be different because you've been there in their life. One of these, he says, is going to be greatly blessed of God. Only one of them. Not the one who simply hears instruction, but the one who hears carries out what they've heard. Dr. Stanley's message presented a simple formula for personal growth. It involves more than biblical knowledge. It's about investing God's truth into the lives of others. Does the thought of sharing the gospel scare you? We'd like to help. At InTouch.org, you'll find resources that can guide you into natural conversations about faith in Jesus. And to hear this message again, click on Today on Radio on our homepage. If you connect to our online bookstore, you can order a copy of Dr. Stanley's complete message, Formula for Personal Growth. Again, that's intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. If you prefer to write, our address is InTouch. Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. Some of the lessons God teaches us are so vivid, they last a lifetime. Hear about such an instance in Dr. Stanley's life, coming up in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. In Touch Plus is streaming on Local Now, featuring all the best of Dr. Charles Stanley. We're to have strong convictions based on the Word of God. He's working out things that you and I would never know about in our future. In Touch Plus, your streaming network for quality Christian programming 24-7. Now watch this. In Touch Plus, streaming free on Local Now. Are you living a life of preferences or one that's based on God's Word? To enjoy a strong life, one that makes an eternal impact, we have to break free from the factors that make us weak. In Dr. Charles Stanley's book, Standing Strong, believers will find encouragement to construct a life based on the strength of enduring faith built on uncompromised biblical convictions. To order your copy of Standing Strong, call 1-800-IN-TOUCH or visit intouch.org. You're listening to In Touch. 
Hear how Dr. Stanley learned to make prayer his number one priority in A Moment with Charles Stanley. When I was in seminary the second year, one night I was over in the corner, 1107 Fairmont Drive, I'll never forget it, in the living room is where I prayed, over in the corner. And so I had a place that I had spread out there. And one night I was down praying, and the Lord spoke to my spirit in his way that he speaks to me. Crystal clear, he said, whatever you accomplish in life, you have to accomplish on your knees, period. I wish I could tell you I've never forgotten that, but sometimes I have. But this much I know, the most important thing in my life and your life as a believer is not what you do for God. It's what you get quiet and let God do in your heart. Prayer is invaluable for believers. Learn more about it at intouch.org. And if these truths are impacting your walk with Jesus, we'd love to hear your story. Next week on In Touch, it's hard to know what is true and what isn't these days. On Monday, we'll be pointed to the only place, the true place to find real freedom. I hope you'll join us then for In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Chuck Colson often said that Christianity is more than a relationship with Jesus. Well, it isn't less than that, to be sure. One of the most amazing things about God's posture toward us is that he not only reveals his will, he reveals himself, especially in Christ Jesus. And he relates to us and with us personally, loving us, forgiving us, leading us. But while Christianity is personal, it is not private. It makes claims about all of reality, most notably that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Christianity cannot be reduced to some therapeutic or pragmatic formula. It is to be lived out publicly, too, which is another way of saying that followers of Christ have to embrace that Jesus Christ is Lord over all of reality. Chuck Colson founded the Colson Center to help Christians cultivate this kind of robust, comprehensive Christian worldview so that the challenges of this cultural moment, which are serious, could be understood and could be engaged from the bigger story of reality that's described in Holy Scripture. Colson Fellows, in particular, learn to take their place in this story through biblically grounded cultural analysis, by discerning how to live with Christian wisdom and courageous faith, and by effectively advancing the kingdom in the times and places where God has put them. Recently, I asked Michael Craven, Vice President of Equipping and Mobilization at the Colson Center, to describe what the Colson Fellows Program is really like. Here's Michael. It's a 10-month program, begins July 1st every year. It concludes in May of each following year. Students are led through a very carefully curated curriculum that they access through an online learning management system. So every day they're logging in, they have assignments, they complete those assignments, the next morning they wake up and they've got new assignments. And then they're meeting in a monthly cohort with fellow learners and they're discussing what they're learning, what they're reading, what they're viewing. They're assigned about 13 to 14 books to read over the course of these 10 months. And at the end of that 10 month program, they don't graduate. They receive a commission as a Colson Fellow 
And that is very deliberate because the program does not end. It is a commencement. It is a beginning. The goal is to send you out on mission with a deeper understanding of the times in which we live and how you can live faithfully in those times. Well, during this 10-month program in a community-based learning environment, Colson Fellows, to put it mildly, cover a lot of ground. Again, here's Michael Craven describing the scope of the topics. We want to talk about the things that are confronting us in such a overwhelming and seemingly virulent manner at times, such as the controversy and confusion over gender identity, the controversy and confusion over human sexuality. What is right? What is wrong? What is moral? What is good? Why is it good? Or why is it wrong? We want to talk about marriage, God's design for marriage, and why it is not just a, a moral good, but it is a real social good, a real cultural good. Applications are currently being accepted for next year's class of Colson Fellows. To learn more about the program, to ask any questions that you have, to be connected with local cohort leaders, or to request more information, go to colsonfellows.org. That's colsonfellows.org. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Jared Hayden. And again, to learn more about this program, go to colsonfellows.org. Thank you.